What's up, future PTAs? If you're taking the exam in October 2023, listen up, because on September 24th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be hosting a roughly five-hour review session that's going to help cover a ton of topics that are really, really most likely going to show up on the exam. I make sure to break things down, make things easy to understand. We do practice questions. It's going to be great. So if you're interested in doing that review session, please sign up in the link down below. It is our last minute review session that we host before every major exam. So if you're taking it later, there'll be another one come December. So take care, guys, and see you in the rest of the podcast. What is up, everybody? This is the PTA Inspire Series. I am the host and founder of PTA Elevation, Brianna Drap, and I am here with Dustin. Is it Herger? Is that how you pronounce your last yeah, name? Yeah, it's how Her- you pronounce it, yeah, Herger. Herger, okay, I was worried because people say my name <laughs> wrong all the time, and I'm, then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so like, if I say other people's name wrong. But anyways, I'm here with Dustin, and he just recently passed his exam in, uh, I almost said April, that's the next one coming up. <laughs> right? in January, that's when you passed it, oh my goodness. Um, and so he's going to talk a little bit about his story. I love doing this Inspire series because I always learn more about you guys because I like don't always know everything and I'm always surprised and I'm like learning in real time along with the audience. So thank you so much for coming on the PT Inspire series. I know you're going to inspire a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. So I, um, I started uh, my career by um, first becoming a caregiver for adults and children with disabilities years ago. And one of the um, responsibilities that I had was driving them to their PT uh, uh, appointments. Uh, I spent five or six, no, seven years with um, my friend Christoph in DC, uh, taking him to his appointments. And he um, has cerebral, cerebral palsy, quadriplegic, nonverbal. Uh, and he'd gone to the same PT person for his entire life and he was in his thirties. And this woman knew everything about working with children with disabilities and adults because, you know, she worked with them throughout their entire life. I thought it was amazing. So she would show me as a caregiver what to do with him when he was at home so that he was, you know, spasticity didn't get so bad and stuff like that. And just how to work with him when he didn't, wasn't in the office. I thought it was really cool. Then I moved to Indiana and I went and worked with a child with disabilities and started going with him to his PT and realized that it was completely, there was a lot of differences, like, you know, working with an infant versus working with an adult. And I was, for some odd reason, I was sitting there talking to his PT and she's like, you'd be really good at this. I was like, I'm in my forties. Do I want to start school? And I took the plunge. Um, so I never went to college, but I did go to cosmetology school years and years ago. Uh, didn't follow that career path, but uh, decided to go try some classes out. And I started doing really well in class. I thought I was, I didn't think I was going to be very good at college, but I, you know, did really well, got into the PT program and or PTA program. And um, yeah, spent those years driving an hour every day to and from and then I moved to I so I graduated had a great class had a great and amazing team of classmates that really lifted each other up and we I graduated and like a week later I moved to Washington DC area I took the exam um, as soon as I could and I failed uh, I don't remember the percentage of what that shot I had on that. I don't think I even looked at it. Um, I was just really disheartened. And um, then I was determined to take it again. And I did. 
and I missed it by one question. Um, that was my score. So that was really hard. And so like Bree said, I just finally took it for the third time and I passed. Yay. So that's how I'm here where I am right now. And that's awesome. So, I mean, I was just going to ask you about like your journey to becoming a PTA, but you, you hit it right off. Yeah. That was exactly yeah. where we were going. Yeah. That. Perfect. No, that's, that's awesome. And, um, so for you, I just want to kind of ask a couple questions about like, sure. Jen was in your class, right? Jen was in my class and Megan was in my class from the previous. So, yep. That's awesome. They're really nice people. Yeah. You guys had a great mm-hmm. cohort. I know a lot of you guys were reaching out to me, so that was a great group of people. And this is something I want to suggest to anybody listening to this, always get a good group of people who, first of all, love and support you. And at least like some people who kind of know the struggle that is school. <laughs> Most definitely. Especially if you're still in school, like mm-hmm. get connected with everybody in your classroom because lifting each other up really, like, I mean, I would never pass my the the PTA program if I did not have the classmates that I had because they were just so amazing and we literally every single person worked together to make sure that everybody passed so it's all about support I love that that's great Mm -hmm. and yeah and especially afterwards so um do you want so you said school went fine right well school was a little I mean school was a little difficult uh there was like I mean I had my own personal roadblocks through school um there you know it was like i said it was an hour drive and so like the closest one the closest pta program for the our community college was an hour away so driving back and forth took a lot of time and then that took away from working so actually um i went to school and then during the nighttime i was a uh, a caregiver I worked for a program and so I was the night shift so I had to be awake during the night so I was, I was like barely getting any sleep during those two years that I was doing all this but um there were a couple there were a couple of exams which I bombed and there were a couple of exams which I aced um but yeah school for school school went really well I was awesome. excited I didn't know you were working night shifts. See, I always learn new things. Oh my gosh. Oh, I work two jobs. I work night shifts and I worked the, uh, I was also um, a gardener for a family. And then I also started my own business as a beekeeper selling my own honey. So I was all over the place. Wow. See, I just learned about the bee thing recently. Like the picture <laughs> for their preview is you with your bees. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. So I'm um, just kind of getting into when it came to studying for the NPT. So what'd you do the first time when you were studying? Um, well, the first time I, like I said, I moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, and it was <laughs> literally the day that I moved. Here's a little B story. The day that I moved, um, the more, very, more, very, the morning of, very early, I went to the house, the, the people that housed my bees. I took my U-Haul, my car, I was driving my car, you know, and I needed to put the actual hives in my car. And as I was doing that, as I was going back and forth from the backyard to the car, somebody broke into my car and stole my backpack, which was in my front seat. And my backpack contained my laptop, my iPad, my birth certificate, social security, all this stuff, including my muscle cards, which I had made by hand. Our school made our muscle cards by hand and my NPT um, score builders study book. So I got to DC and I was like, what am I gonna do? Um, Luckily again, great classmates one of my classmates had an additional mpt um uh, score builders book so he sent it to me 
And I just started studying. I found your free, um, your free website uh, program. And I kind of listened to a lot of your videos then, but I just think I was a little like overwhelmed with moving and with everything just changing and not really knowing what I was doing with my life. Um, I'd already found a job here in DC. And so I was kind of really trying to juggle so many balls. And I don't think I took the enough time to really focus on on school or on, on the test um I yeah and being so far away from my classmates it was a little harder for me to like be engaged and to like you know have a study group so I was I'd go to the library and I'd sit for hours listening to videos and I don't think I really was retaining all that information yeah and I think you brought up um, some good points. First of all, I did not know about the car situation. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. terrible. I feel like stuff like that always happens. Like, first of all, it's terrible that it happens, but of course it's going to happen when like you're in the middle of moving or about to like have yeah. career changes and stuff like that. Like, it's like the, what's the rule? Like Murphy's Law, where if, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Is that what it, it is? Go wrong, it, will, it will go wrong. I think that's one. But yeah, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And that day kind of did. But yeah. made yeah. it through got everything yeah, replaced through. it's all okay I, everything got yeah i got everything replaced and you know you know the bees are the bees are here in indiana or, or sorry in dc and so that's all i'm and i'm still alive and so yeah it was good that's, that's a great way to look at it and yeah and so that also kind of brings me to another thing when i tell people like who are about to take the boards and they're like well i'm like getting married or having a major event i'm like having a baby or something like that i'm just like um you might want to like move it and like give yourself time to go through this like major event because it's going to consume a lot more of your time than you think it will I mean like if you want to drive yourself into the ground and just get it over with and you you're scoring if you're scoring 700s on your practice test just take it and move on but if you feel like you need extra time I tell people you know yourself better than I do mm -hmm. so have that like self-reflection because even if it's like, oh, let me take it and see how it feels like that first failed with the X, even if you're like, oh, I was kind of expecting it not to go well, it does something to your psyche. It definitely does. You get this like, you just get, it, it's just a knocking, knocking down. You just don't know, should I continue? Should I continue with this career? Should I continue with taking an exam? What am I doing with my life? You know, so but if you do if you do fail the first time just keep at it yes you need to know if you you need to know yourself well enough to know whether or not you should have taken it that the, right out of school some people shouldn't i i really do believe that it depends on the school depends on how you learn whether or not you actually learned or you just you know passes if you passed knowing the information or you passed memorizing the information there's a good so if you if you don't think that you should take the test right away, don't sit down and learn the material. Mm -hmm. and I think there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of things in our school where we did learn, like we just memorized a lot of stuff. Um, and so I don't, I think throughout this program of yours that I really learned how to actually apply the information. Mm -hmm. And that's something I see a lot of students struggle with, even like in my PT class right now, I see people struggling with it, just the strict rogue memorization regurgitated for the 
exam and then move on. Like for this exam, you really do have to know the information inside and out. And mm -hmm. it's, it's so much application based because it's not going to ask you a definition question. It's going to give you a scenario and you have to know how to narrow down the scenario. And it's, it's a whole different beast. And I tell people, because I know there's probably someone listening to this who's like, I did so well in school and now I'm struggling with this test. Well, I think one of the reasons could either be that memorization, regurgitation, or just that this test is so different than anything you'll see in school. I continued to continuously took the score builders exams over and over and over again. I thought, oh, you know what? This is the material that this, that's going to be on here. And this is how they're going to ask these questions. I did not take the PEAT until this last time. Um, when I, you know, failed the exam twice and I realized um, that the score builders wasn't, it wasn't anything really like the actual exam. I didn't have to, you know, utilize my brain as much. And I could also memorize, I could memorize the questions and answers. I mean, you get to a question on the, the score builders that you've answered like six or seven times. You're like, I know that one. Oh yeah, of course. But you didn't actually learn the actual answer or why it, you know, it is what it is. Um, the Pete though, because you can't take it over and over again. I went through and I like, I took it once and I passed barely. And I went through and I, went through every single question and then went through my score to, score builders book for each question to learn the material um but you know i think well i don't even know where we go where we, i was kind of no you off. were I, doing great i've, I've read, people are probably taking notes <laughs> yeah no take i i was really when i think i texted you this last time um earlier on like should i take the p and you were like yes yes and this is the you know if you're going to take the p if you're going to take the exam take the Pete. Um, any practice, you know, take the P because it is most likely the, like the test. And then when I took the P, I was like, oh my gosh, what was I, why did I not take this before? But yeah. And that's why um, I tell everyone they need to take the P. Like, I mean, um, if you're listening to this and you're like, should I buy Bree's test or buy the P? Buy the P every single time. Mm -hmm. Like, don't buy my stuff over the P. Like, buy the P. That is like NPT study gold. Like, it's amazing. And I, that's why I force all my students to take it too. I'm just like, I'm like, if there's any supplemental materials, buy the P. It is Amazing. And exactly as you said, like go through the score builders book, find the rationale, underline the parts that they keep mm -hmm. talking about because the, the, there's only, I tell people there's only X amount of questions. I'm giving away a lot of information for free, but there's only X amount of questions that the boards could ask you. And if you understand that what the like rationale is behind the, some of the questions that they have on the peats and get to one on the exam, you'll know, it'll just like, they'll switch the words and say, which one's not true. And then switch a couple of answers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. No, most definitely. So so that's why I tell people always take the Pete. So what do you feel like was your biggest roadblock when you were like at least taking the exam or studying for the exam? Um, my biggest roadblock, I just, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say for me, what was going on with me personally. I mean, again, I'm moved and mm -hmm. uh, I have a job already. Um, I'm a care. So I work as a caregiver for the family that I worked for before, but not only that, I'm also their house manager. And um, so uh, I'm lucky enough to live in the home that they, they provide for me, but um, my work is constant on all the time. Um, and I was really trying to get, uh, really try to get into the role that I'm doing with, with this family. Um, 
And so I would just, I don't think I, I'm not very good at planning my own schedule. I can plan anybody else's schedule, but when it comes to me, <laughs> that is out the window. There's no, it's, oh, you should see my Google calendar. It's nothing on there and I've got a full one. Um, and so I think it was really hard for me to sit down and be like, okay, you need to do, because I read one of your, I think at the beginning of your program, you say you're supposed to do what, two hours on the weekday, is that right? Weekday, and then on the weekend, six hours or something like that. Something there like that. Like, I mean, were, like, that's what yeah. I did. And I kind of just show people I'm like, this is kind of what I did. And like the way I make my study plan is like very adaptable. So like, if you're like, I can do this, that's good. I, but the biggest thing that I tell people is try to plan it that you have a day off. So you can get your uh, back. yeah and that was for me at the time I like I have I didn't have any days off so scheduling mm -hmm. was just like getting to the light like being living where I work and then trying to study here was hard so then mm -hmm. I had to try to schedule a time to go to the library to study and then that then you know that interrupts my work and so it was just really I think it was just I wasn't prepared for the amount of time I needed to study because you do need to take that time mm -hmm. and you can do it. You, I mean, if you are one of those people that can do it in increments of, during the day, that's fine. That's great. That's amazing. But I'm not, I need to sit down for and like focus for hours on end if I'm going to study and I was just not getting that mm -hmm. uh, time. Time was really hard. But you, you figured it out. I did figure it out this last time. Um, so the second time I took the exam, I tried to study even more. Um, uh, when I failed the second time, I was like, holy shit, how am I going to do this with Christmas coming up and the holidays, Thanksgiving and the holidays were, the, were so rough, but I didn't tell anybody that I failed the exam. Nobody asked me because in my life right now, I'm not doing PT. I'm going to try, at the, I'm, but at the moment I'm doing this job. Uh, so nobody was really, I guess nobody was really either interested or wanted to push the subject. So nobody asked me. So I was like, I'm low key, didn't tell anybody I failed. And kind of just made it so I just focused on myself. I was like, okay, Dustin, here's your plan. Here's what you're going to do. And I made the plan to, I forced myself to take the time. So instead of watching Game of Thrones at nighttime to getting ready for bed, I'd, I'd watch one of your videos or watch a couple of videos, yours and any other people that I was studying with. Um, and I'd do my notes and stuff like that, which is something I wasn't doing before. I wasn't taking the extra time. I was... I was, um, I utilized my time a lot better this last time. So. And then how did you feel on exam day? I know you said you were like nervous, like the second time and that's kind of what got you. The second time I, you mean, how did I feel on the third, the third exam or the second one? Yeah, because so I remember you were telling, like, you were like super nervous and whatnot. I mean, the second, I mean, I was, don't get me wrong I'm super I was super nervous on all every of them but uh, yeah every single time you're super nervous because I mean this is your life and you've spent a lot of time you worked like every single person who is listening to this right now who's studying you guys worked really hard to get where you are and you deserve to be there and it just feels when you take that exam and if you fail that you all that work was wasted but it wasn't it wasn't it's just a roadblock that you just have to overcome so I walked into this you know the first exam really kind of like knowing that this isn't going to be easy and it wasn't and I failed I knew and then when I got the you know when I got the red mark saying you failed I was like okay I took a deep breath and I was like this is kind of what you expected when I passed or when I failed the second time it was a shocker I thought I had done so much better and then I come to find out that I missed it by one question 
And that was just devastating because um, I actually left. There were a couple of questions when I left the exam. I knew that I'd answered wrong. And you, you know, your brain gets into this, my brain at least, my, the way I work, my brain gets in this like format when, like, I'm, when I'm taking a, a test that I see an answer and I'm like, oh, I know that, that's it, that's it. And so I knew I had one question that I got wrong that I knew the information. So I went into the second, I went into the third exam, um, a lot more, a lot more, um, I was still nervous. I was still freaking nervous because like, again, I didn't want to take another three months of studying and time and wanted to spend time with friends and family. Um, but I went in there and I felt more confident, but still, you know, but still scared. <laughs> But I felt more confident because I'd actually taken the time and effort to do the studying and the stuff that I needed to do. And that paid off because you did you did well. What was your score this this last time? Oh gosh, I can't even remember now. It was like <laughs> I, I, I was like, what is it passing a six hundred? No, what you were you were like six fifty something. Yeah, yeah. I was so like, like you passed by like a mile. You were good to go. I was, I was like, what? I saw that. I was like, you can't. I cannot believe that. But when I walked out of that exam, I kind of walked out with a little skip in my step. I kind of felt. I was like, yeah, that was it. That was it. Because the um, I think the, I don't know if you were to ask this, but the hard, hardest subject for me, I feel were um. I don't know why dermatones and monotones were, myotones were just like, I couldn't for some reason grasp. I was, I should have been able to, but I couldn't grasp everything and I wasn't connecting the dots. For some reason, I really, I mean, I really focused on it this last time and that and all the nerves was just what was, what got me. And this time I really focused on the things that I was having a hard time with and that's what they were asking me the entire time. So. I, yeah, don't, I, don't neglect those subjects that throw you from because they'll show up. They will show up. So for me, it was definitely all that like, oh, what was it? It was like pediatric reflexes and stuff like that. Like someone just asked me today and I'm like, they're like, how do you know when they integrate? I'm like, well, you know, like they have to kind of integrate before like you do something and whatnot. And that's what was kind of working for me, but I couldn't tell you the exact month, but I could probably get close enough. Like definitely those are the things that are going to show up or mm -hmm. you study the crap out of them and, none of them show up. and they don't show up. <laughs> You're like, why is this even on the, uh, for a PTA, for PTA, I was kind of like, most of the time I was like, why is this even on the exam? When am I going to have to deal with this? Like, am I ever going to really do it? Yeah, but you are, but you, you are, are. going to, I, I'm, I'm listening to my classmates who passed and I'm like, they're telling me all these things that they they're doing now. And I'm like, you really have to do that. Oh, well, okay. Well, I guess I got something to look forward to. I have a classmate just wound care. Oh, uh, like, see, I kind I of, like, wow. I kind of would do wound care. Wound care. I loved, um, one of my clients had, um, an open wound for like seven months because he had too much hardware and it wouldn't close the wound up. So we had to do, um, we had to do suction and all the time. And I was, I was changing his wounds. I loved it. I loved it. So might be something I'll like. I mean, some I mean, I like feet, like I like treating feet and some people are like, this is disgusting. Don't ever come anywhere near me. And I'm just like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my feet to myself, <laughs> but it's all good. And that's, what's great about this profession. Like you can go into um, one thing and like completely switch gears and go somewhere else. Like, um, I mean, there's people in my, like that have helped out and they're in every single setting across 
the spectrum, like from schools to sniffs to acute care. It's wild. I love it. I mean, I love the, the, you know, when we went out and had to do our uh, clinicals, our first, my first clinical was in the general population. It was just, you know, a PT office and which was fine. It was a lot of, it was a lot of, um, it was next to a uh, uh, car factory. So it was a lot of knee and joint pain. So it was fine. It was only, I think it was only two or three, three weeks. Um, then the other, the other two I had was I worked for geriatrics and then I did um, with a lot of dementia and Alzheimer's. And then I went for to pediatrics. So I hit like all the, you know, the whole spectrum. And it was, it's really interesting to know that we as PTAs can go into almost all those fields along other many other ones, such as wound care. I mean, when you said, I think you said that in one of your videos and I was like, are you serious? We can go into wound care? Like that is something, and that, that, that's what's amazing is you're not just a PTA. Like you just don't flex people or, you know, stretch people. You can do so much more. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty, so I, I, I think that's one thing that our school kind of didn't, inform us about like we were all basically told oh you're going to go into this this is what you're going to you're going to go in and go into outpatient is really what everything was and now I'm hearing from all my classmates all the amazing things that they're doing out there I love it it's just really mm -hmm. nice. yeah so I mean not to abruptly shift the gears or anything but um just I mean it's been it's been a long time coming but you did it you did it. So how'd you yeah. feel? How'd you feel when you opened the FSBPT and you were like, oh, hey. I, I cried. I mean, I was literally crying. Um, so when I was living in Indiana, um, going through school, another thing that happened, like another, uh, another thing that was going on was I was also getting divorced during class, during oh, wow. the you know school. Yeah. Um, it was for the best. Um, but I lived with these, um, my friends who took me in during the divorce, like they just, no questions asked, kind of took me in. And they literally supported me this entire time with, with um, love, you know, love and support and like pushed me to go to class, pushed me to continue, pushed me to like continue on this path. And I, that, they were the first people I called and I was like crying, being like, it's your guys are the reason I'm here. Um, but it was also like, it was just so amazing to feel like I was worth it was worth the time. It was worth the effort and worth, worth the, the years to get to this point and that there is a future for me. I think one of the biggest things I didn't realize as a person who didn't go to college is that um, I got, you can get stuck in a profession, profession such as caregiving, which is not, I don't mean stuck. I love being a caregiver. It's one of my, it's, it's awesome. But things change and sometimes you need a new path and that path can take a while to get to. So now I feel like I have so many more paths that I have available for me, such as wound care, such as pediatrics and, you know, geriatrics, or even what I might do sometime next is travel, travel PTA. You know, I think that's an amazing option for people out there. And so it was like, when I got that, I was like, when I got the passing score, I was just like, breathing wow that just it just that tightness just unclenched it's so relieving so, it's so relieving it's so relieving I, I was so excited I was that was a good day like everyone was Sunday mm -hmm. I had like 12 of you guys all send me your past circles like that day I had to go hunt down Kira to ask her she passed she passed <laughs> too I remember when she found out you didn't pass the first the first the second time you took it she was just like man I know Dustin's been busting his ass <laughs> she's just like we're going past this time so she, she was manifesting for you too 
Oh, that's awesome. It was, it was good. It was, mm-hmm. it was a really great day. I'm still celebrating. I mean, how can hey, you not, not celebrate for months on like, How can you not? I still look at mine sometimes to like. Oh uh, yeah, I look. Yeah, I would not be like. So I, did it. Yeah. I was like, I did it! I did it! I got it. And when the, when the papers when the paperwork comes in the mail, it's mm-hmm. just another like oh moment. You're like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. here it is. Here's my certificate saying you did it. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's a great, it's nice. There's my piece of paper. It's a great piece of paper. (laughs) It opens so many doors. It's awesome. Um, And Uh so what would be one piece of advice you would offer any PTA student at any point in their journey? Well, I think I might might be. It can be more than one. Yeah. (laughs) So I am, so I'm an introvert. You might not think that seeing me now, but like, I love being by myself and spending time. But but when my, one of the first things that I did when I got into class is I, I knew I was going to need to help having gone through all the classes to get into PTA program, the PTA program. I don't know what, first, what was your requirement GPA wise to get into your PTA program? Was it a 4.0? To get into the program? Like in the prerequisite classes? No, to actually get into your PTA program. What were your, like, what I had to, we had to have a 4.0 GPA to get into our program. To get in? Well, because we only had, we had a hundred applicants, but only spots, 25 spots. So basically you had to have a 4.0 for everything that you, your prereq classes, plus the um, pre um, PTA class as well. Anyway. So we had to work really hard to get there. And I knew that I, during the, all that time, I had some classes and classmates that really supported me throughout that time. So in the program, uh, my advice would be really lift each other up. Um, I started the Facebook group for our class. I also created um, a, the Google Drive where everybody dumped in their, their study guides, their work, the, everything they that they created, like so many people created different things and it helped us who studied, who learned differently to learn um, in different ways. And then we also all, almost every single person made a Quizlet of every single subject that we were cre- we were studying. So my advice would be make sure that you lean on others, you ask for help, which is one of the things that is hardest for people to ask is for help and accept that help. And also be willing to help other people to Cause that, that helps me learn like, going into a library with my classmates and going on the drive marker board and being like well this is what I learned today helps me learn even more and helps you know retain information so I say you know learn uh, work with each other to get where you're going so if you're if you're taking the exam and you're still wherever you are with your classmates if you're about to take the NPT work together with them like study together find some people and just really get down and dirty with it because having some that support can really help you get to the place you need to be i agree the competition's over now just got a teamwork that the competition is over you just need to like that was really it was really hard it's like we all talked about it when we got into the and in, um the pta program you know we were all before trying to get in we were all fighting to get in and now we're all classmates and we're all looking around like we no longer have to fight we are the pta students and so it was really like i think two or three weeks before we really started becoming friends and like realizing oh wow we we need to be here for each other to do this and so 
Yeah, you're not fighting for. I mean, there's so many jobs out there, so it's not like you're fighting. You're, you want the person next to you to fail so you can get their job because there's another job right around the corner. So work to, work together. Exactly. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm sure you've inspired some people. Um, and where can so. they find you if they want to contact you? Um, I you find me on Facebook, Dustin Herbert. I, if you can find me, I don't know anything about. But yeah, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I do have a TikTok for my. It's called Sunny's Honey for my honey business. That I do TikTok. I'm gonna follow it. I'm literally gonna follow it. I literally uh, okay. Also, <laughs> I want to follow it. I also have Sunny's Honey Instagram and Facebook. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Justin. Appreciate you, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.